hun, it's me, Danielle. I am a licensed clinical mental health counselor, and I'm here to talk about all the ways multi-level marketing and mental health do not mix. It is important to know that this podcast is not meant to diagnose or for treatment. This podcast is based off of personal experiences and opinions, and is meant to educate and entertain. Now sit back and start healing with me on this episode of From Huns to Humans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. to uh, the last episode of the this year of 2021 episode 30 I'm super excited to have Julie on and she's gonna tell us about her experience with MLMs go for it (laughs) well um so like I've listened to your show a lot and I listened to a lot of Roberta Blevins Yes. Um, and I know that it's very typical for those of us that have been in MLMs to not learn their lesson the first time. So <laughs> it took me uh, three different companies. Um, and one of those companies I went through twice um, before I figured out that it was not me. That was the reason that I could not make these things work. Um, so my story kind of starts, I mean, when I was growing up, it was nothing for my mom to drag me along to party light parties and Tupperware parties and pampered chef parties and home interior. I mean, all of those things. So it seemed very normal. Um, And after, shortly after I got married, um, I joined pampered chef. I was, you know, had a new household to fill with kitchen gadgets. And um, my husband worked a lot of long hours, so I was by myself most of the time. And I thought, well, you know, that would be a way to fill time. I can demonstrate a recipe and sell some stuff and earn some stuff for myself. Um, So that was like before online Facebook parties and even just the entering of the orders was really tedious because they had to come to me at the end of the party and fill out their order form. And then I had to re-enter that and submit it. So um, I should have probably at that point calculated the amount of time that I was spending versus the money that I was making. And I think I would have been really disappointed in my hourly wage. So I did that for a while. And then um, I got pregnant with my first daughter and I was carrying a lot of, I mean, the stoneware is heavy, the glass bowls are heavy, and I'm having to tote all of this stuff into people's homes and then tote it back out to my car. And I'm like, I don't want to be doing this when I'm like out to there eight months pregnant. It's probably not a good idea. So I kind of got out of it. Um, we went to Monday night meetings with like my upline and stuff, but I didn't find anything super predatory about it. It was just, you know, I was making about $300 a month and I was paying my car payment and that was cool. And, 
Um, and then I joined again in 2017 because a classmate, an old classmate from high school called me and was gonna help me do a fundraiser using Pampered Chef, which really isn't a very good fundraiser if anybody approaches you from their MLM and says they're gonna do a fundraiser because you literally make pennies off of what is sold. You could sell so many other things and make so much more money for your organization. Don't fall for that. Um, and then I got out of that probably really about a year ago, but about six months ago is when they finally shut my account down. Um, it was, you have to pay for your website and you have to pay for the materials and the catalogs. And I was barely making enough to break even at that. So um, yeah. So it sounds yeah. like Pampered Chef kind of just like drizzled out for you both times. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, you know, just when I would think about, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. And then somebody would call and say, hey, I need this, this, and this. And then it's like, okay, well, now I'm active again because I made a sale. <laughs> right. Right. And um, it's hard to like turn that away. Like when you're like, oh, well, like maybe this is going to get going again. And like, you know, you just, get, well, and you I'm get a that people pleaser. Thing. I don't want to tell anybody, no, no, I can't right. sell you this. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was Pampered Chef's pretty uneventful. I never went to any of their conventions. Um, yeah, that kind of stuff just didn't. I'd already been through that, as I'll get to with my other two MLMs. Um, so I kind of know what all those conventions are really about. So I was right. just selling stuff. Right. Yeah. I feel like once you've been to one, like, although the conventions are like fun, um, but like once you've been to one, like they're all the same. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So what was um, your next okay. MLM? Um, Melaleuca was my next MLM. And so like I um, told you earlier, I'm from a really small town. So mm -hmm. there were like six kids in my eighth grade class at our tiny little Christian school. Wow. Wow. <laughs> really small. You meant it. Really small. Yeah. Yeah. 40, I think, in my high school class. So yeah. Um, and so it was actually my ex-boyfriend's mom that approached me about joining her Melaleuca team. Were, okay, were you already exes at this point? Yes, yes, we were wow. exes and I was married, so. That's bold. But she lived like three miles away from where I grew up, from my, far, you know, farming community. So we're like three miles away yeah. all my life. So I knew her, I don't know, it was very strange. I'm not really sure why, I don't, I tried to remember back to her making her pitch to me and getting me to join. And I really don't know why I said yes. I, I don't know if I was looking for friends at that point. Like I didn't have anybody to hang out with because um, a lot of my friends from high school were not in the same stage of life that I was. They hadn't gotten married yet. They were all still doing their thing. Yeah. Um, and I had a kid. So um, I think maybe that had something to do with it. You can analyze my, yeah. <laughs> my mental health. No, no, no. I'm not analyzing. <laughs> but no, that, that makes sense. Because like, it's hard. Like, I'm like, at, on that spectrum now, too, where like, a lot of my friends are like having kids and like, me and my partner don't want to have kids. So like, we're like trying to navigate that where it's like, okay, well, like we've been friends, but now we have like this thing about our lives that are very different and how are we going to make it work and like still find things that we have in common. 
it, it gets hard yeah. and it gets hard to maintain those friendships because like we all have different priorities now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's been that way my whole life. I saw a meme the other day that was like making friends in your twenties. You're like, oh my gosh, we have so much in common and we like the same things and we're basically the same person. And, you know, I'm in my forties now and it's like, oh, our kids are in the same class. Cool. We're friends. Yeah. Um, so Melaleuca is a strange company. Um, they sell a lot of different products. Um, so when I got in, the big thing was cleaning products, um, like laundry detergent, um, and that kind of thing. Later, while I was with them, they had partnered with Nicole Miller and they had like a makeup line, which is very strange. Um, so I'm Googling them now because I yeah. actually have never looked at their website. So I was like, I should look at it while we're talking. <laughs> I haven't looked at it in a long time. Um, I have an acquaintance, um, someone that I somehow I'm Facebook friends with this person. I know her by name. I know where she, you know, where she's from, but I don't really know her, know her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, Hey girls me on my birthday and just on holidays and stuff. And I know that that's what she sells because she's tried to and I just leave her on red. I don't, like, I, I wouldn't have talked to you for any other reason. So I know that's why you're reaching out to me. Right. Um, but yeah, the big thing with Melaleuca that they would try to sell you was to, you know, make your home free of chemicals and you're using tea tree. They have tea tree oil and everything. They have a lot. Oh my gosh. Like they have cleaning and laundry supplements and food personal care and beauty and essential oils. Yes. Yeah, they're all over the board. I don't think I ever actually sold anything um, while I was with them, except maybe to my mom, which is a whole other deal. My mom has always like supported every business I've joined and yeah, I I have apologized to her multiple times that you could have just given me a hundred dollars a month and <laughs> it would have been better for all of us than you yeah. buying all this crap. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm just like. So looking. I don't know. I don't know how they do it now. Back when I was in, they had a their annual convention was in Utah. Oh, so MLM you, capital. Yep. <laughs> Um, and of course I was convinced that I needed to do that to help my business. So, um, like I said, I was a new mom. My daughter was two, I think at the time and money was tight and I really couldn't afford the trip. Um, but they had a Melaleuca credit card. Yeah, of course they did. And so I put my trip on the credit card. I was also putting on this credit card, um, you were required to buy so much, have so much personal volume every month, like $50 or something like that. And mm-hmm. they, I don't know if I just wasn't, maybe their product line wasn't quite as diverse back then, but it was like, I don't normally spend $50 a month in cleaning supplies. I don't know what the rest of you people do, but that. <laughs> Um, so I was accumulating a lot of stuff, um, and that was all building up on my credit card. Um, That's a lot of money to spend on, like, mop fluid. Right. Like, <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not going to pretend that I, like, clean 
as much as I should. I probably should clean way more. But <laughs> like, like I, I can't imagine going through like unless you're a professional cleaner going through that much like cleaning product right yeah a bottle of 409 will last me you know I don't know (laughs) a couple of months at least (laughs) at least four to six months probably right right maybe two like two in a pandemic if you're being really (laughs) concerned Um, so also, so this is 2004. So again, Facebook isn't the online stuff isn't yeah. really a deal yet. No, um, we're still so, in MySpace days in 2004, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're having to call people. Um, and this is, I don't know why I ever, I don't know. I, this is not something I'm comfortable with, you know, talking to people about, mm-hmm. um, like cold call or I think I was more hesitant to call my warm market as they called it. Um, cause I thought they would think I was crazy. Um, so then they had this thing where you could buy leads What? and they were telling us, or I was under the assumption, I'll just say from my experience, I was under the assumption that these people had like, gone to the website and filled out some kind of contact information that they were interested in hearing more about Melaleuca. And so then, you know, you paid, this also went on my credit card, you paid so much money for so many names and phone numbers and addresses. Oh my God. And I would start calling these people and I'm getting elderly people and I'm getting like people that don't understand why I'm calling them. And so that was pretty much when I shut that off with Melaleuca because I'm like, I, I'm spending too much money. I'm not going through all of this product. I do not to- like sitting on the phone being a telemarketer every night. No, that feels, oh, and that, I feel like too, like thinking about like they gave you all like elderly people, like that's sad. Like that. Yes, they don't, it was super know. predatory, super yeah. predatory. Like that's a whole nother level. And like, when you get a list of names, you you don't know. No, I know, you know, Sam, whatever from, yeah. you know, and you call him up and it'd be this poor little old man. And I'm like, I don't know how I got this. So yeah, that was, I don't know what they do now. I know social media has probably changed things for yeah. them. And like I said, I do get, you know, Hey girl. So I thought you might be interested in my healthy line of whatever. (laughs) No, I'm not. (laughs) One of these days I'll get brave and come up with a response and try to share the good news of anti MLM. So it's tough. It's tough. I mean, like, I mean, we've all been there. Like when I was in an MLM, I had multiple people tell me that I was in a pyramid scheme and I would get like really mad at them. Yeah. I, I don't think I ever had anybody, I would have people say, you know, turn me down, um, yeah. for my pitch or whatever. Um, but I also, so I don't know if this is a small community thing or what, but you know, my, one of my best friends sold Leah Sophia and premier when that went under, then she joined a different jewelry company and then she joined Senegents. And, you know, I have probably right now I can count on my hand, like five friends that I know that sell color street or Norwex or, you know, and it's just, 
it's a normal thing. No, nobody thinks anything of it. It really is. It's really, and I think that's why it's so important that like, you know, we're all talking about it and like trying to educate people because if we can at least educate the people that are not already in to understand why it's not as glamorous as it seems, then hopefully we can like stop people from like falling victim to it because once you're in, it's very, very difficult to help them see what's going on like you have to really catch someone at the right time you have to word it exactly right and you know it sometimes it helps sometimes it helps to be close to the person and sometimes it helps to have nothing to do with them so it all depends on on just getting it right and like you never know if you're going to get it right it's almost not even worth it and some of them have a good product line so I guess that's the that's the business side business model I guess that I don't understand it's the it's the recruiting that's making them money otherwise they just put these products in the store and everybody would you know right happy and (laughs) I love I mean I still use my pampered chef tools and things I'm not gonna clean out my kitchen no Um, I spent a lot of money on that (laughs) right exactly no there's no there's no problem with people using the stuff that they've already bought. Like, like I'm still trying to get through some of my Arbon products. I like throw some away and then I use some and then I throw more away. And then <laughs> yeah, the to... drawer of young living oils that I'm not really sure what to do with. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, like, and I struggle too, because like I've given a lot of product away, but then I'm like, oh, I don't want to like give it away and then have somebody be like, oh, I love this Arbon fizz stick. Let me go buy more. And I'm like, no. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to encourage it. anything. Yeah, just use it up. And then when it's gone, don't buy it again. <laughs> so it, it's tough. It's weird. Um. Okay, so I'll move on to my final MLM that I spent the most time in was Beachbody. Oh, I have so many feelings about Beachbody, so I'm excited to hear your story. So again, I am way too smart to have signed up for this the way I did, but this is what happened. So um, I had been working out more after I think my youngest daughter was like five at the time. I have two kids. Um, and so I had really found myself in working out again and being healthy. Um, and somebody at the gym that I worked at had these bootleg copies of insanity that they had made. They'd like done a (laughs) DVD copy of somebody else's. So I was using those and I really liked it. And, um, I didn't realize at that time, I didn't know what Beachbody was. I just knew I liked these workout DVDs. Um, and so I was following a lot of quote unquote influencers at the time. Um, and one girl particularly stuck out to me because, um, I am of Christian faith and she was selling, um, she had these tank tops and workout things that she was selling that all had like Bible verses and, you know, Christian messages related to fitness. And I thought they were really cool. And, Um, I went to her website one day, um, to order something and on her website, she had some area where you could click to join her team to, um, 
help her help other people reach their fitness goals. And that sounds great, right? Yeah. Like I've reached my fitness goals and I'm passionate about this thing right now. Um, so I want to figure out how I can, you know, make this um, something I can share with people. Um, so the next thing I know, I'm on a, an interview, quote unquote, with her on the phone. Didn't I didn't know her from anywhere, complete stranger. Um, and all of a sudden, I'm buying this challenge pack with a workout and an auto ship of Shakeology. And here I am. Now I'm a coach. Um, and, you know, you're told from the beginning, that's the whole pitch, is that it's so easy. Because all you have to do is share what you're doing, and then people are going to want to do what you're doing. Right. And I'm like, perfect. That sounds great. I'll just keep working out and I'll keep eating healthy and I'm going to bring all of these people <laughs> with me. <Yeah. laughs> um, so, you know, that's where the, the product of the product comes in heavy. Right. Um, but the reality was I would, you know, we're encouraged to run these online challenge groups. That's how, you know, you get your sales because it's, you have to buy a challenge pack to be part of the group usually. And um, I'd get a few people here and there to join my challenge groups. And yes, I was one of those people posting. I only have five spots left in my group. That was me. I did it. Five I would have spots. taken 10 people if they contacted me. Yeah, I know. Right. Like you would say no if an extra person. Said right. <laughs> sorry, Wait. you're number six. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I don't have space for you. Maybe next month you can get healthy. However, it would be like, I've been thinking about it and like, I mean, I've always been at the bottom and I'm assuming you've always kind of been towards the bottom too. Oh, absolutely. So I'll get to that too. <laughs> yeah. But like when you're, um, towards the bottom, like, and you're working, I, were you working too? Yes. Yeah, so I was working a full-time job at the same so, time. Yeah. So you're working. And taking and, care of two kids. <laughs> yeah. Working two kids and like managing your life plus doing beach body plus like like doing beach body, like having the workouts and stuff like that also takes up time. Um, so like having six people on board with you in like one month would be so much work if they actually were business builders to like train them. Absolutely. Like that would actually take so much time. And then for them to like not work out because like, that's what happens. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's so much time you're not getting paid for. And I, I don't know if I've ever actually realized that. <laughs> yeah, I got really overwhelmed because I'll probably, I'll skip ahead here a little bit because the, the one thing that, you know, they would teach us in our trainings, quote unquote, was to have this power hour. So within that power hour, you're supposed to read your personal development. So, you know, I had all the John A. Cuff books and John Maxwell and, you know, all of that. And then you're supposed to spend so much time reaching out to people. Mm -hmm. And so I had this notebook and I was losing my mind because I was keeping trying to keep track of who I was contacting. And then I'd have to keep track of what their response was. And then you'd have to follow up with that person so many days later. And, you know, I might only have 10 people on a page and I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to keep this straight. And I can't even, couldn't even imagine at that time trying to manage a team of people and 
I mean, there was no way I could do that and a full-time job, but I wasn't making any money, so I couldn't quit my job. Right. Um, so, but, you know, with the challenge groups and stuff, looking back now, and I think I probably knew it at the time, um, no Beachbody coach is really qualified to be leading these groups and giving fitness advice or nutrition advice, either one. Um, most of them are just following the really unhealthy cookie cutter nutrition plans um, that are provided with each workout. I was never, honestly, I was never able to stick to them. I think I did their, like their three-day cleanse or whatever a couple of times and that I managed to stick to, but um, I'm also have always been looking for the easiest way to lose weight all my life too. So yeah, <laughs> guilty of that too, but um, you know, I would come across people that, um, really had mental health issues standing in the way of losing weight. And they had the impression that I was qualified to counsel them and help them. And I'm like, this is beyond, you know, if you can't just put the DVD in and do the workout, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> so, um, that was, that made me feel really bad because there were, you know, some people with some that needed serious yeah. fitness and nutrition counseling and probably counseling above that to even get them to a point where they were ready to lose weight and be healthy. So, well, you know, it sounds like you were a little bit kinder than, uh, my beach body coach, uh, that posted a Facebook thing and said that at the beginning of the pandemic, they posted th saying, if you are not working out during the pandemic, you're lazy. Oh my gosh. Like we're going through a pandemic. <laughs> like, yeah. And it no was like one knows what to do. <laughs> like the beginning when we were all like really, really scared and like nobody knew what was going on. And like, we were like, okay, lockdown for two weeks. Okay. Wait, no, it's a month. Like it was yeah. like that really weird time. And it was just not, and like, they stood by that. Like people were like, no, like, no that's not okay. And like, they were like, no. And they blocked everyone that disagreed with them. <laughs> so on the plus side, you didn't do that. <laughs> no, no. I, I was probably too nice most of the time. Um, you know, but then you get the comments from your, you know, well, if, if you're not making it work, it's because of you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're not contacting enough people, you're not sharing your story enough, um, which was a whole other thing because, you know, your why is very important in Beachbody. Um, and you're supposed to share, have the story that people can connect with. Well, what that really means is that you are using some kind of um, low point in your life to prey upon other people is really what that is. Yeah. Um, my upline had an eating disorder that she talked about constantly and how, you know, she was an anorexic, which she probably was. I don't doubt that it wasn't a true story. Um, but misleading people, vulnerable people into thinking that this, you know, very strict, you know, restrictive yes. nutrition plan is going to fix your anorexia is just crazy. Right. Yeah, absolutely not. Okay. Like, no, <laughs> no. And, you know, there are other coaches that I followed that, you know, were sharing 
you know, they had miscarriages and they were just like, I, that kind of stuff would be very personal to me. And I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't understand using that to try to get comments and likes, but it's super predatory. It's It's so predatory. Like if somebody wants to share about their personal life to like share about their personal life to either make connections or let other people know they're not alone or whatever, that's awesome. But if you're going to do it to like try to make money, like not okay. No, (laughs) not at all. Um, Oh, oh, I'm looking at my notes. Where am I? (laughs) So I did go to, they have an annual convention every year too that they call a summit. Um, Two of them were in Vegas, which is really weird because that's not like the healthiest place in the world. But I guess there's plenty of hotel rooms. So that's why it was there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'd be, you know, I'd be sharing a room with like four or five other girls because we're splitting the cost of the room because all yeah. of us are really at the bottom and none of us can really afford to be there. And, you know, you are having to, while you're telling all of your followers that you're on this, you know, company trip and look at all the things I get to do, all of that's coming out of your pocket. Right. And um, I because I was at the low end, you know, we don't get to go to the parties and the dinners and the catered events and things. And when there are, you know, hundreds, uh, tens of thousands, or maybe, a, you know, a hundred thousand coaches descending on one little area, and you're trying to get food in between all these sessions, these training sessions that you've signed up for. I don't, I probably didn't eat the entire three days I was there. We were up at five in the morning to go do these big group workouts. So yeah, it was super stressful. Um, And then I went to one in Nashville. And again, it was sharing a room with four girls I barely knew. And (laughs) yeah trying to Uber everywhere and all having all of that cost. Um, And then of course, this is like the really culty thing that they do is making sure everybody knows like what rank everybody is. So you get a different colored lanyard depending on what rank you are and all of these ribbons for if you're superstar diamond, whatever. So you can tell when you're walking around who's at the low end and who's not, which is kind of weird because I did look at their um, 2019 income disclosure statement. Yeah. And so 77% of Beachbody coaches are at level one. That's a lot. 18% are at level two. So that leaves you... (laughs) if you're doing the math at home, you know, less than, you know, 5% that are any higher than the second level. Yeah. And to get to that second level, you have to have two coaches underneath you. That's all you have to have. And oh yeah, one can be your spouse. So go ahead and sign your spouse up too, because that's just going to make it easier for you to rank up. So now I have double the cost every month. Yeah, because I'm under this assumption that, you know, one of these days, if I don't have the right person on the right leg, it's going to mess me up and I'm going to miss out on a rank advancement. Right. So, um, the, the ranking or like the way that Beachbody builds their team, it just doesn't even make sense to me. So like, cause you only have two legs, right? Like you can't have more than two. Right. 
So yeah, like, you have and- a, yeah, just a left and a right. Um, and then when you get to a certain point, you, I think if I understand it right, you can start a second business center. So you can like build a whole other, so you can be like superstar diamond times two. Right. That you have to set up a whole new pyramid. So, so essentially you stack yourself. Right. Right. So like if you sign up Julie and then, uh, and then Billy comes to you and says, I want to sign up, but you already have Julie and your husband, then Billy has to go under Julie. Right. So do you still make the same amount of money from recruiting him? Well, yeah, I'm not really, I never got any farther than that second status. I never, um, had anybody to put underneath, yeah. you know, I'd have my husband as a coach and then I'd have, you know, maybe one other person Yeah. and then I'd never get any farther than that. And then that one other person would say, Hey, this isn't really for me anymore. And they quit. So then I'd have to find another person again to fill that spot. And so I, I probably made Emerald status like three different times because it resets. Yeah. And you have to start all over again. Um, but then you quit making commission off of those coaches. Yeah. So you kind of have to be at that time. I think they've changed it a little bit now how you sign up. But at that time, you either um, signed up as a customer or you signed up as a coach. Right. So, you know, we were also told to encourage people to sign up as coaches because then they'd get a discount they'd get like a 25% discount off their Shakeology, but they'd have to pay $16 a month to maintain a website that they weren't even using. It still came out to a little bit of a discount on the product um, from full price, but not, not a lot. Um, But if those people aren't building businesses, then they're not helping you in that way. And you're also not able to make commission off of them because the 25% commission that you would have made is now being given to them as a discount. Right. And I've heard from a lot of people too, that like, you know, what event I'm the auto ship nightmare story is that, you know, if like, you know, you eventually get sick of having a protein shake for breakfast every day and you decide I can't choke them down now. I can't do it. I, I haven't like, we don't even like I'm, we buy our products from Legion, not sponsored, but at Legion, if you want to sponsor me, that's fantastic. Um, like we buy Legion protein powder now and I haven't been able to drink it in months, months because of all of the MLM shakes that I've done. And I'm just like, I can't even look at it. Yeah. I have to put my protein powder now in my oatmeal because even, you know, I use my protein, which again is not an MLM. Um, but yeah, I can't make, I can't stomach a shake. I just can't do it. <laughs> no, but yeah. So people will like get stuck on auto ships and God forbid for one week, you decide you want to have eggs for breakfast instead of your shake. <laughs> and then, you know, if you do that once a month, you end up with a stockpile of product. That right. You can't, like there's just no way for you to get through it all eventually. Like Well, no, and my husband wasn't really participating in it. So I was getting product under his, um, but he, you know, he didn't dissuade me from doing anything, but he didn't have any interest in what I was doing. So, you know, well, whatever you have to do to make money, go ahead. And, um, you know, they had other products that I could put under, you know, for personal value for him, but it was still like, yeah. 
like you said, heaven forbid, I want to do something else for a meal. Right. Even though they tell you that, you know, that $4 shake is cheaper than any other meal you can buy. But it's not when I'm making, because I work very close to my home. So I don't, it's not like I'm in, you know, in the city where I have to go buy my lunch every day or something like that. I can still make a cheaper meal at home. Yeah. Um, but also not to can... mention all the stuff you have to put in the shake to make it palatable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, I mean, not saying it's the healthiest thing, but you can buy a breakfast sandwich from Dunkin' Donuts for under $4. Yeah. <laughs> um, or you could make a sandwich, a breakfast sandwich at home for under $4. Like, yeah. probably closer to two. And yeah, then you choose your, your, it's healthy too. It could be so. Right. Yeah. Like if, if you're doing it right, you can, you can do it right. (laughs) Um, but yeah. And the shakes. So the first time you try to shake, can you tell me like what that was like for you? Um, actually I thought it was good. Yeah. Um, you know, I added my almond milk and my peanut butter and a banana. Okay, so you didn't try it. You didn't I never try tried it. it by itself because that was, you know, um, I think my coach maybe told me from the beginning, here's, you know, how you drink your shake and I'm like, oh, okay. okay. So they already <laughs> start out telling you like you have to add to it to make right. it. Yeah. So now good. I have to have all these supplies on hand yeah. to add to my shake and and like it's fun like I've made some really cool shakes with like different ingredients and stuff and that's lovely like that's like I'm not knocking it but like I feel like especially with Beachbody they like really push that the shake tastes good and it doesn't unless you doctor it up right yeah it's not good on its own so like Um, it's it doesn't stand it doesn't stand on its own really right yeah, and again, there's so many other non-MLM. If you know, if a meal replacement's what you want to do, there's other options that are right. don't yeah. cost you $130 a month. Right. So. <laughs> right, and like, so I, again, I don't sponsor Legion, but I do like them because they have um, their formula is not made with proprietary blends, so like you can actually tell what's in. It, yes um but like nothing wrong with if somebody wants to go to walmart and buy protein powder from there that's great and you'll save so much money right <laughs> <laughs> you know so i don't know i went to you know all those conventions and at the time you know i had i did have fun um yeah. they were exhausting because you were go 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 all the time and the I kept going to them and I kept going to the training sessions and I kept calling in to their um, big, you know, they do a phone call like every Monday morning, the CEO would have some guests on and, you know, it was supposed to, you you know, you have to stay in this so that you can build your business. Um, But looking back, it was just a lot of hype. You know, I kept going to these trainings thinking, okay, this is going to be the one that is going to tell me the secret to how to build my business because it's not working. Obviously, I'm not doing the right things. And so this training is going to help me. And no, none of their trainings ever helped. It was, you know, those 3% um, 
that were sitting at Diamond or above that were running the trainings and you know, I don't know, looking back now, I feel like it was just more of a fashion show time for them <laughs> because they're all walking around in designer clothes and they know all the trainers on a first name basis and um, they tell their stories, but there would never be any useful information in any of those trainings. Right. No, never. It's always like sob stories and product stuff and praying on your emotions and, you know, pumping you up that you can do this. Well, I don't, I still don't know what I'm doing. Right. So. Exactly. Do what? <laughs> right. <laughs> so, you know, all of those trips, obviously those cost me money too. Um, I had enough people as customers for most of the, you know, most of those trips that, you know, I really didn't go into debt per se with Beachbody, um, but I also really, I didn't make any money at that level either. Um, in hindsight, I probably should have just taken trips with my family instead of going to all those conventions. Um, this was kind of a gut punch, but um, after I quit Beachbody, um, my husband confessed to me that the reason he would never work out with me and do the things was because he was holding resentment against it all because I had time and energy for that stuff. But when it came time for energy, you know, time and energy to spend time with him um, or give him my attention, I didn't have that. Yeah. So he didn't want to be part of that. And that was, yeah. that was hard to hear. Yeah, it is really hard. Because I was on my phone all okay. the time, um, you know, because if you're not posting something, you're told. If you're not posting something three or four times a day on your page and you're not reaching out to these people and you're not responding to their messages and you have to put content in the challenge groups and keep them active. Um, I was pretty not present in my family's life during that time. Yeah. It's sad. It, it, but, you know, now you get to have all of that time. You actually have time freedom now. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. That thing they were trying to sell me this whole time. And, you know, some of them would tell, you know, on their trainings and stuff, well, you have to delegate. So um, I think one of them actually said, like, hire someone to come do your laundry. Or hire, these aren't income um, producing activities that you don't have to do. Someone else can do these things for you so that you can spend time on your business. And is Beachbody going to pay for somebody? Right. And it's like, laundry? but I'm not making any money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and all of those coaches and trainers are, you know, no one else outside of Beachbody knows who these people are. Right. But they have this celebrity status. You know, you I run into any number of them in the hallways at the hotels and stuff and be like, oh, my gosh, I just saw, you know, da da da. She's a yeah. 15 star diamond. Right. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. And, and even like the the super trainers like Autumn Calabrese or Shanti, we can say them. They're public figures. Yes. Um, Like, you know, you like who are they to anyone else right like, like no one cares 
Yeah. And in what other company that you work for, you know, do the people that are making the most money become celebrities to you? Right. I mean, that doesn't happen in regular life. Like, no, like the only example I have is like Jeff Bezos. Well, right. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I feel like that's different. Yeah, you know, when I worked, you know, I worked for a couple of years for um, Sprint and stuff out of college. And I'm like, I did not, you know, the people that were making more money than me weren't celebrities to me. No. And like, the thing is with multi-level marketing is, you know, we're all doing the same job. Like, you know, throughout the whole like structure, everyone's doing the same job. So like, for other people to like, I'm not wording this right, but like, I guess the comparison to like the nine to five, like when you have like the um, level one worker and then like, you know, you have a manager and then like, whatever, you know, up the ladder, like those people are doing different jobs. Exactly. If you want to do a different job with more responsibilities, then yeah you will probably get paid more. At least I would hope. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Ideally, that's the way it works. Yeah. But like, and like, yes, it does look like a pyramid. It's not about like the way it's shaped. It's about the way the business runs and how it's not substantial. Yeah. Because you can't make money unless you have a ton of people underneath you right and so unless that you're is... willing to pray on your friends and family and strangers and cold message and send 100 messages a day and they were probably Beachbody was probably about the only one that I ever heard they would always use the analogy because you know one of the sessions that you could attend at the conferences was an overcoming objections type training so here's all the things people are going to tell you why they won't buy from you or why they can't do this or that it's an MLM well it's not an MLM because every corporation it would be an ML or would be a pyramid scheme because every corporation has one guy at the top and more underneath and (laughs) yeah that's true but he's not making money based on recruiting people recruiting more employees so (laughs) I mean yes there's a hierarchy in every business but that's what they would try to tell us and I bought it so (laughs) I think we all did (laughs) um but that's interesting too like again what other company do you join that has a whole seminar based around what to do when people say your company is a scam right why what what, we need this class I don't understand like if you went and worked for an insurance company like you're not gonna have that if you go if you go work for Amazon like Amazon's not a scam like right questionable business practices (laughs) They're not a scam, (laughs) allegedly. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if people aren't buying your product in in any other business, you might have training on how to better market your product or, you know, that kind of thing. But yeah, I don't think any insurance agents are having to go to a seminar teaching them how to deal with negativity. No, Um, I don't think so. (laughs) 
<laughs> and yeah, don't you dare say anything bad about your own product. <laughs> so I, and I don't know if I'm jumping ahead on your story, but what finally got you out of everything? Um, I, I think I was just tired. Yeah. Like I couldn't keep up with it. Um, I kind of run out of people to add to challenge groups and mm -hmm. I couldn't afford the Shakeology anymore. And I think I just needed to step away and I, I felt like a failure, um, probably to back up. So for a while, Beachbody also had, um, live fitness classes that you could take at a gym. Oh yeah. Um, and I did become, I did get certified. Oh, you did. And I, I do, I did teach insanity classes for a while. Um, and then they closed that branch of the business. Like they completely shut it down. They're not making any new Pio classes right. or anything like that anymore. Um, and that's, I think when I realized that that was what I actually enjoyed because I could be face to face with people um and you know they wanted to work out so they would show up and it was a true and you got paid as an and I got paid because I could charge them whatever I wanted to none of that went through Beachbody it was just the certification I could get right um so then they shut that down and it was like well okay that was to me that was the part of things that I was actually able to help people right so that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth and yeah like I said I was just tired because I couldn't you know you get tired of copying and pasting stuff into challenge groups and the same people are joining your challenge groups and they're not buying anything new and I was letting them in just because again I'm nice and mm -hmm. this is what I'm here you know what I thought I was supposed to be doing was helping people not turning them away if they won't buy something right exactly so yeah so yeah now I you know I've got a stack of DVDs that I probably need to sell on Facebook marketplace or something because <laughs> I don't use them anymore um I have found free workouts on YouTube that I really love and are just as good if not better and yeah there's a lot of money and time wasted so <laughs> right and you know it the cool thing about like YouTube content, I mean, like obviously there there are platforms where like you can pay people for the videos and stuff like that. And that's awesome. Like if they want to do that, but like they make money through the ads too. Right. So like, yeah, I know. don't feel bad about it. And it's, right. yeah. Exactly. So it's like a nice little win-win if you're like, okay, well I can watch this ad and I know that you'll get some money. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then, um, I will do your workout. Thank you very much. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, so I think oh. that's, I'm, not, I'm looking through my notes, make sure I didn't miss anything, but yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. You know, it's just the whole, you only fail if you quit yeah. kind of message, you know, yep. I had to get, get past that. And like I said earlier, I think part of the reason, um, that I was so vulnerable to some of this was just, you know, looking for friends and, you know, yeah. I have friends, but, you know, just looking for that group that has, you know, common, you know, things in common. Oh, and yeah. well, it's nice. Like, because and now I don't to... talk to any of those people anymore. So. Right. 
like when you join an MLM, like you have all of these people that are like-minded and they're all positive and it feels really good because of all of the toxic positivity. Um, and it's really hard to see through the fog and the lies and deception within all of it, but like, and to see that, like, they're not genuine friendships. Like it's, it's really sad. Cause like, you know, you go into it and you're like, oh, I have all these people that get me. And then when you realize that it's not what you want to do, it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> it was yeah. nice knowing you. <laughs> exactly. And then, you know, get blocked or message saying that you're a terrible person so right yeah so I don't get a lot of that because I haven't come out too publicly I mean people know I don't they're like oh you're not selling pampered chef anymore you're not doing this and I I don't go into it with a lot of them because like I said around here it's a pretty common thing and you know it's I'm I'm not very confrontate I don't like confrontation so (laughs) But yeah, I'm, I don't know. I've unfollowed a lot of those coaches and people that I used to follow just because I'm, the fog is lifted and I can see their messages for what they really are. And, you know, if, if you're a coach that's, you know, hanging out with Autumn Calabrese and y'all are getting some kind of IV with minerals and stuff in it. What? they yeah they had a post on Instagram not too long ago and she was you know something something medical about how her body because she's so active that her body uses up all the vitamins and minerals so quickly that she can't get it back in her body quick enough with food and apparently Shakeology isn't good enough for that either so you know they're rich and somebody brings an IV to the house and hooks her and this other coach up and that sounds I'm like oh, this is so bad <laughs> yeah I can't imagine that that's actually helpful I and mean, I don't know well and no and who are you reaching with that because nobody else can has that <laughs> accessibility and and I don't also know. like such a weird flex to like because it's not like she is like this like obviously she's like a professional athlete because she's professional fitness person but she's not like a professional athlete like a competing athlete she doesn't do anything like that that I know of so I'm like why are you working out so hard and like doing all of these things like it's not sustainable it's not actually good for you to work out that much like your body needs time to heal and like the one rest day in her program is not helpful no no not when your entire program is all leg day. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not still not a fitness or a nutrition expert, but some of that stuff is just like, this is, I don't, these are not good messages for people. So they're not, they're not. Um, All right. So um, I don't know if you've caught up to the point where I've decided on a end of podcast question which is what is your anti-MLM why like why why are you speaking out why aren't you participating in MLMs anymore like what's your short and sweet version that kind of keeps you going and like makes it so that you don't join another MLM (laughs) um I think it's realizing that um the the time freedom and the 
what am I looking word I'm looking for like um, this indeterminate amount of money you can make all of that is a lie and um, I can value myself um, on being um, my two best roles in my life as a wife and a mother and I don't need um, a colored ribbon or <laughs> something else to you know add value to me and yeah like the, the time freedom that was such a lie and I have so much more time freedom now and if I really needed the extra money I could go get a part-time job somewhere and <laughs> Yeah, and work five hours. And work make more three money or four than... hours and go home and yeah. make more money than you really would ever make with a network marketing company. And not have friends run away from me every time yeah. I send them a message. So. Right, exactly. Oh, well, thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thanks I really for having enjoyed, me. I really enjoyed hearing from you. And um, if anyone wants to be on the podcast in 2022, let me know. You can email me at fromhuntstohumans at gmail.com. You can find me on Discord, which the link is in the show notes. Or you can find me on Instagram at fromhuntstohumans with little underscores. Again, all of those links for me are in the show notes. And I'm on TikTok now, um, which is mostly just fun. But yeah. All right, everyone have a fantastic day and happy new year. Bye.